spidey senses tingling. Yeah, wow. He's the host that runs to the shelter of my love. He's slim. He's the ragtag leader of this equally ragtag show we call Paper Keg, episode 222. Welcome to the show. That uh, introduction was, it was something else. We have a big show. This is Paper Keg. We talk about a book club, the three of us. We all read the same book. You know, we went back in time to another age. A psychedelic Jack age, if you will. Kirby, devil, dinosaur. One time for the killers, we have uh, the letters segment as well to close out the show. Letters at paperkeg.com. I don't know if we'll have time for the segment tonight. We're running hot. I mean, you know, totally. A lot to do tonight. A lot to do. We have three living hosts of the show. We all get together, we record. He's a writer. Unpublished. Uh, you're unpublished. You've never been paid. Let's say you, you're uh, an, you're an unpaid writer. Uh, That's confirmed. That that gurgle was a confirmation. <laughs> if uh, you're the if a letter is published you, he, in a forest, is it really published? He has been voted least popular host of this podcast several years running. I don't have the numbers in mm-hmm. front of me. But I could confirm that if needed. Jonesy loves beer. Welcome back to I just the show. Want to thank all the multitudes of people that have disliked me over the years to really just get me to that title of least favorite. Uh, you know, you might wonder why don't we just say worst, or why don't we just say unpopular mess of a man? But here at Paper Keg, we strive for a higher standard of uh, PC correctness and so we say least favorite well the poll and why don't we just say the, garbage the, man the, you know man full of garbage the poll wasn't uh biggest pile of garbage host yeah that's not exactly. what the poll was you know. jonesy you know you're always talking about your pc you're always telling us in our g chats about how they're going to take away your guns mm-hmm. totally. you know these these <laughs> lib i'm pretty sure i do liberal that. <laughs> scum they're going to come get you right that's what you're saying PC in the correctness PC thugs. See, the listeners know better because they know I'm not invited to those G chats. That they're between you and Dale only, and then I get you know the scraps. Yeah, you're scraps. sending those those you know vitriolic uh, scribes into the ether by yourself, <laughs> <laughs> writing to who knows what. Uh, you know, we have another host who's not afraid of of the libs taking his guns, like Jonesy is. He's a VP of merch. VP of um, just take gorgeous your pick, hair. Man, no. it t- I mean, honestly, take your pick. Your glasses are beautiful. 
You're a beautiful VP, man. Have I ever told you that monitor before? glare in my glasses so you can't see the true nature of my eyes? Yeah. We can't see the majesty sure. of those lookers. Welcome to the show, Dale. It's a, it's a treat having you back. Yeah, thanks. It's great to uh, be back, you know. I just love recording with you guys. I love, you know, getting pumped up pre-show warm-up in our G-chats, you know, about whatever may, you know, come to our minds. And uh, then we take it to live to tape. You know, we talk about drink recipes. We talk about, you know, uh, not responding back to, you know, texts thrown out and not being responded to, <laughs> left hanging, whether I should go, uh, you know, buy tomato juice on my way home from Italian class or I should, uh, you know. I didn't even know you had Italian class it. tonight. You know, you're keeping these secrets from us. You know, the veil of underscore a secrecy. Well, yeah. you know, it's called the Farrington effect. It, yeah, it, it, it is, but only by the nature of, you know, uh, if I, the only way you would know is if I just brought it up out of the blue. Hey, guys, you know, start back it up in Italian class tonight. And it's just like, what am I, what am I, am I fishing for something if I say that? That's be. my whole, yeah, that's my, the conundrum of my whole entire life. My right. existence is, do I just tell people out of the blue that this or that? Because then it just looks like I'm fishing. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's why Dale we're your friends. You know, if perhaps we were mere acquaintances, I would say keep it to yourself. But, you know, we share each other's lives. It's true. We you know I mean I'm gonna disagree, Jonesy. That would have been fishing if he just brought that up out of nowhere. Okay. I would have I would have ignored that G chat. I'll support you no matter what. Totally ignored Dale. it. <laughs> totally. You know, you know the perfect opportunity to bring up your Italian class on Monday night, which is when we're recording this, like a month early, it feels like. I don't even know when these episodes post anymore. <laughs> Patreon.com slash paper keg. <laughs> is uh, you letting us know that you didn't have time for the show announcement Tumblr post today. Mm. You know, we, we could have collabed, could have gotten that done, but we don't want to dwell on it. You know, I'm just going to throw that, that, that out right. there. You're absolutely right. You know, the, another conundrum. Do I just? I don't know what to do. You know, we we do a show post at eleven a.m. I do another show post at, at one a.m., one p.m. You know, next show coming. It's like what are, we're just we're using a ramrod and we're just jamming it down. Like it's we're tough. Co- we're constantly recording, is what it feels like. You know, and we're and that doesn't feel like we ever take it a break. If if it gets down to it, we're we're almost seventy dollars away on Patreon from the flap returning. Oh my gosh, the oh flap God. is a podcast about fatherhood. You. We've recorded three episodes in maybe four years, <laughs> and it's close. We've already hit the milestone. Adnanity has ordered a, a microphone for her mysterious co-host Ooh. for some testing episodes. The wheels are in motion. Wow. Now, will this co-host be a permanent co-host, or will he just drift in and out? Of you know, you'll have episodes. to speak to executive producer Adam or she about those details. Or she, I, I don't, don't get any details. I live with this woman. Mm-hmm. I don't get any details. You try to push a little bit, you know. You try to, you know, nudge some questions, and then it's like, you know, you're like a bomb diffuser. You've got like the thick yeah. burlap suit on, walking around the house, <laughs> and you're trying to get information about this podcast. And one false move. Game over. And you're Dunsky. Yeah, you're ex- you're exploded. Say. Your genitals are in the other room. Mm-hmm. Your your head is in on the ceiling. Dagger eyes throw, thrown at you. 
you know, we, our book club today, Devil Dinosaur, right around the corner. We're going to get to it in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Are we doing a health update? Are we doing a round of health updates? Right. Oh, that's what I'm well, waiting talk, for. You talk about, you I'll talk be about fishing. fishing. What's happening here? So I, I went on a vacation, and then I went on Baltimore weekend, and in my head I'm like, you fat F, you probably put on 20 pounds, 260 on the button when I got on the scale just now. It's only a four-pound increase that's going on vacation. <laughs> I'm so happy that I didn't grossly just put sacks of fat back on my right body. Away. So, you know, now I'm back in it today. Did my uh, 150%, my goal. So we're at 260. We're at a plus six. We're at a four. Plus six, four. Plus four. Plus four. Plus I'm going to write that on my imaginary chalkboard. We're at a plus mm-hmm. four right now at 260. I'm almost at the 60-pound mark since, since whence I started. We need to get back to that break-even point is what we need to do, Jonesy. Give me a week, babe. <laughs> Four pounds in a week is nothing. New York City Comic Con will have already happened when this episode posts, if my, if my abacus is correct, my schedule abacus. Now, are you two going to be uh, you know, coming down to NYCC at all this year? No. I uh, I I am very. I've been playing you know Garth Brooks all day long because you know I blame it all on my. I rooms. won't be making it to there. I will be in uh, Walt Disney World. Unfortunately, hmm. uh, I will not be making the awesome, amazing Comicsology after party. Mm. I will not be noticing are... that you know. Maybe a friend of the show, Charles Forsman, has replied to that invite and said that he would be there too, immediately uh, shrinking myself inside myself in sadness. Yeah, you know, I just uh, plan on just parting with Chucky Forsman all week. God, it's like a knife in between my ribs when you, know, you say these things. We'll be taking photos at that party, real photos, you know? Real photos. Real photos, not live photos. They're not junk. Whatever. Yeah. You need that picture, that new iPhone picture where you touch it and it's also a GIF. You know what I mean? You mean a live photo? You hard touch it? What did I just say? That's the same <laughs> That's thing, right? That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonesy's obviously in prime form. Maybe it's time to get into Devil Dinosaur. Take a little sizzle. Jack you know I mean? King Kirby. Mm-hmm. This has been a book uh, to set the stage that's been, you know, Dale's white knight, white paper keg knight. Yeah. For many years. My unicorn. And we're finally doing it. Eleanor. (laughs) Criminal. Jonesy, can you take us down the lane, the devil dinosaur lane? Imagine that you, dear listener, are you listening? You have awoken in a beautiful jungle slash lake scenario. You put on your backpack and you go hiking in Dale underscore A's mind. And that is Devil Dinosaur. It is the most Dalish thing I've ever read in my entire life. The two main characters of Devil Dinosaur are, of course, Devil the Dinosaur. He is a T-Rex-esque creature 
bright red and only red because he gets burned by fire, which turned his green scales red. And, uh, you know, he was saved from that uh, conundrum by Moon Boy, a semi-genius, not-quite-intelligent, prehistoric man-creature, taking his name from the moon. You know, he's one of the uh, small folk, which is another tribe of his ilk. And uh, basically him and Devil Dinosaur for nine issues get into some classic Kirbyan Marvel hijinks. You know, they fight other dinosaurs. Uh, they run amok of the killer tribe of uh, ape men. And in true Marvel fashion, they must fend off an alien invasion and capstone all of this with a trip to the modern-day Marvel U. The most dinosaur-chomping, 2001 A Space Odyssey homogen, fun, Dale underscore A thrill ride, the underscore gay thrill ride I've ever spoken about. Devil Dinosaur, volume one. We'll get the translators on what Jonesy just said. We'll get that back A small folk translator. He was speaking in some sort of primitive. I was speaking in Moon Boy's primitive language. So, Dale, I think the world is waiting for what you thought. I mean, you know. Oh, no, 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 This... I think it's exactly what I expected, and it's amazing. It is, you know, if the best way I could describe Moon Boy is John Voight in Varsity Blues, constantly <laughs> riding Devil Dinosaur like Billy Bob, like to strive to do better, to constantly get out and, and start fights, constantly, like, like, abusing his motivational speaking technique to Devil Dinosaur. That's probably why Devil Dinosaur is so irate all the time is because Moon Boy is just constantly on his back like screaming in his ear to do something like fight this thing, bite that thing. Yeah. But in all seriousness, it's, I mean, it's a 19, it's a, it's a comic from 1978 by Jack Kirby. It was in response to um. The uh, the Marvel House of Ideas catching wind that Commandy would become an at- was going to become an animated cartoon, so Marvel's like Jack King Kirby, you get on that and you make something very Commandy like, but with a dinosaur because kids are into dinosaurs right now. And <laughs> right now, <laughs> it's I mean I it's remarkable. I loved it. Like very a lot more is done than I would have ever expected for, uh, you know, 50% of the cast not being able to speak. Yeah, I, I feel like a majority of the story is told just by exam or Moon Boy examining his own intellect and every single thought that crosses Moon Boy's mind is printed on the page. And, I mean, and it's, but it's executed in a way like, it's you know what's kind of expected like the 
the, the stuff they get into, the fisticuffs. I mean, his, or their, the origins are obviously very old timey. That's that kind of uh, that kind of origin probably wouldn't be accept, accepted to, in today's you know comic book realities. But I, I mean, it's a great comic from 1978. I loved every second of it. Uh, Moon Boy is. Um, like by the end of issue nine, I feel the brotherhood. I feel this big brother, little brother relationship that the two of them share. There's a, the great panel at the very end of issue eight where they're like walking off, uh, you know, away from the panel. And, you know, he's just like touching devil's leg as they walk off. And it's just like a super charming little book. I mean, it's not, you're not going to get any deepness here, but the you know the stuff they get into the hijinks that ensues i have to say that uh, not to jump in and not to talk about the ending right away but i my laugh out loud moment of the book are when they are transported back from the present and they're back in their valley and moon boy's like hey devil maybe we should just find another valley like (laughs) for nine issues they've been through the worst trauma of their life and they're like maybe we should just leave and then uh there's that great kirby like end panel or just so end of the chronicle that's it story's over you get no more they're they're going to the next valley to see what's up it's just that was was such a great old-fashioned like let's just roll it's tough here the kind of what i didn't what kind of bummed me out was I, the um, Devil Dinosaur Omnibus, digital Omnibus, you know, I got on Comixology, and the first two or three issues had, like, letters pages at the end, and after that, it, that stopped, I, and I, I'm curious to know if that's the source material, um, like, what was missing for some reason, or they're just, they're, like, tr- just trying to trim back the cost of the comic because every issue of the cover they start they advertise still 35 cents for devil dinosaur so i wonder if they just cut that out to save on time and stuff like that yeah and the first letters page jack kirby even like mentions you know there's no proof that there were any human humanoids around the time of the dinosaurs because i mean that's like the glaring thing at that point yeah yeah like, <laughs> yeah at 78 they're like you know who knows what happened around the dawn of man with dinosaurs <laughs> coexisting. He even like references how it could be possible because there's like some ancient extinct fish that turned up in the sh- shores of 1938. So he's like, maybe it is possible that, you know, something we thought was extinct. It actually existed around the time of this thing. But the, there was a, there's, oh, first of all, Jack Kirby's art is tremendous, obviously. Absolutely. So Every good. double page spread. I mean, the one where Moon Boy has the dream of the like thing eating the moon. I mean, it's nutty stuff. And the coloring, obviously, is a big part of it. But Jack Kirby's drawing is just second to none. Like, at least every... Every panel that was at least a half a page in size and featured, like, more than three or four dinosaurs was just amazing. Like, I want a poster. Mm-hmm. Of that. I feel like every page could have been a hang on your wall, Kirby piece of art. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine, Dale? I just picture you, one con, like going through an old leaflet and you just find original Kirby Devil Dinosaur pages. Yeah. And then we just never see you again. I mean, that would be expensive. He would literally go bankrupt at that point. 
I don't think he'd care. I think he wanted to bad. I think he remortgages his home. I'd, I'd hang the art up in my refrigerator box, you know, while pleading to the courts to let me see my kids. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be led away like uh, Fred, uh, John Depp's character in Blow, Fred Young, or <laughs> Jung, I can't remember what his name was. The the writing is was, you know, very, I don't want to say dated because it gives that expectation of what it sounded like, but it was very set in that era of mm-hmm. Moon Boy, you know, exclaiming everything every which way but loose in exclamation points. And it was funny because they they lived like a miserable life in these comic books because they had to defend themselves against these other dinosaurs and they like it looked like Constantly. it looked like they barely had a second to catch their breath. I felt so terrible for these two best friends. That's what it really, I mean, it really seemed like that, and maybe it's because Jack Kirby decided not to show the low points of their day or the night, but... Like, I want to see any, anything on the panel on the is edge them of getting like in the fights. A lake and devil kind of wading in, you know, just just swimming around in a circle, and Moon Boy, you know, basking in the sun in his little hairy, pelty body. Yeah, <laughs> just living it, just like, you know, maybe a banana leaf covering his face, like to keep the sun out of his <laughs> eyes or something. Just like, let him have their peace in the valley. Yeah. As Anne Murray would sing. And, uh, um, I just lost my train of thought. I think it was about, it was about devil somehow. Oh, no, the, uh, the large people, or I can't remember what they were called, but there was one issue that was actually really cool because it ended like in a cliffhanger of this kind of, tall man the size of devil but wearing almost like a triceratops skull on his head Ah, uh, the giant and oh yeah obviously it was it was drawn beautifully and in typical kirby fashion this large character you know outstretched arms and legs and doing battle with devil and it turned out to be just another kind of race of maybe further advanced humanoid who was this? Who was much larger than Moon Boy? And mm-hmm. it was funny reading it. Like, you know, none of this makes any sense, and it doesn't even matter at this point. <laughs> how, how how about when the aliens are attacking, and like Moon Boy is just like tearing into Devil to do something? Oh yeah. And first he takes a nap, and then Moon Boy's like, "Well, I guess you can just sleep, and the whole world's gonna burn to ash." So, like, Devil gets up and just, like, bites an anthill and shakes it up and then sends, like, these prehistoric, them, yeah. humongous ants at uh, at the aliens. I mean, just the goofiest S. It was great. It, w- it was so goofy and, gr- and great. Like, the... I love how he turned that that story about the alien invasion and he got like four or five issues out of it by the time the, uh, you know, the demonic tree oh, yeah, with Eve... The and with the uh, in the dome with the apple tree, like I love how he spun that. Just like, well, obviously, uh, stories have been told since then that you know kind of misinterpreted the details of Eve and picking the apples off the tree and trying to get the the man Moon Boy, the taller folk. I I love that whole storyline from beginning to end and how crazy. Like the demonic, the whole thing where they're trapped under the dome with the demonic tree was like 
where does everybody's loyalties lie? There's like this, all this miscommunication. Like, well, yeah, like the, even like the, Adam, I'm going to call him Adam was like worship, like liked that he wanted to align himself with the tree, but only after he like turned heel on Devil Dinosaur <laughs> and the rest of his crew. But they were friends. Then they were. Then he like aligns himself with the demonic tree. But eventually, he's just like pounding rocks against the demonic tree to kill it. Right. Well, t- just so everyone's clear, there was a computer that is left after the aliens right. leave this prehistoric area and happens upon this crew of the man, the woman and this old man. And it's essentially like another version of Adam and Eve and the, the tree with the devil and the snake. So the, the, the computer creates like this dome and they live under there. And the woman's name is Eve. The one thing that was weird, the woman issue, she first came in and it was awesome because she wasn't just this feeble female character. She was like ready to just destroy everyone, even the man who eventually turned out to be Adam. But then uh, it it shifted because Adam freaked out and then like forced her to join the clan. And then that was like the end of her being yeah, this that- like strong force in the story. She just became like an also ran after that. Yeah, she was like, I'm like, what happened to the independent, fierce Eve that we first like ran into? He's like, I'm no, I'm your man, and you're you're with me, and she's just like, okay, I mean, this is the way it is now, right? And it's like, and then what, the old what's happening? the old man was like, no, Adam, you can't do that, you can't force her to do that. And then I was like, yeah. man, when she knocks him out, it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, and then it never yeah. happened. She and then it's no. like six months later, they're like a, a, a family, like, and she's just behind this Adam character. Stock, like the whole the whole crew was like Stockholmed into this <laughs> they were. like this is the new normal this is obvious this is the way it's always been what are you talking about and even she was like uh thinking that devil was uh gonna hurt them but maybe you know maybe it was under the influence of the robotic computer tree where they thought devil was gonna be a bad guy but she's like yeah oh, this devil's kind has just has, has haunted us for all our generations and then after he saves the day, she's like, oh, he's not so bad. Let's get out of here. And then that was like, what it's the like, heck? Oh, oh, Moon Boy just explained everything. It's just bis- been mis- miscommunication all this time. <laughs> it's like, what? I liked the alien uh, storyline right before that where, you know, these robotic-looking men in suits uh, come upon the prehistoric age and are kind of examining things and they're taking specimens for vivisection as they're wont to do. I was actually waiting for the, some big reveal for the aliens to unmask or the people in the suits, and it was going to be some kind of almost Twilight Zone-ish reveal of some kind, but it never came. They were always mm-hmm. just kind of from another planet or, or slash robots. Yeah, and, and I, like that, I mean, that really f- showed you how, like, even though Devil has the savagery within him that really like exemplified his he does have intellect and he knew what he had to do and that's when he went to go shake up the giant anthill to like agitate the crap out of them because they would just completely decimate the the uh robotic race as at least if they were touching the ground long enough to get covered in them Mm -hmm. but like it was it's cool how you see devil like possess smarter than average dinosaur intellect even though he can't communicate. And I like in the first issue, like the first couple pages, um, 
like there's an editor note saying, you know, like, don't worry, you know, everything Moonboy's saying right now is obviously in some primitive race. Mm -hmm. We just translated it for you, the reader, to better understand what he's saying. Now, did it only, did it only ever go, um, this amount of issues and it was never, it never came back or it was just this kind of like short miniseries? Max? Yeah, it was, if you, it was canceled after nine issues and then I believe it or not, he, Devil Dinosaur shows up again in 1979 in a Godzilla issue. Hmm. And I was like, Matt's going to want to seek that thing out. Yeah. And and then after that, he doesn't appear proper for like another 10 to 12 years in the Marvel Universe. Like in a, in an appearance of a comic, they just don't show up again for a long now time. Now is the re is the all new Marvel Now storyline with the young girl, the new Devil Dinosaur series? Yeah, the... The only thing I know is Moon Boy is in it in some fashion. I, I'm assuming it's the same devil dinosaur. It could be a new one. I don't know. But Moon Boy is in it, but I guess he's not the primary partner that's that's going to be Moon Girl. Mm-hmm. And I think they will, like, they're recently, they've been based out of the Savage Land. I th- something happened and they were relocated to Savage Land. I went back actually and read. Um, Avenging Spider-Man issue 14 and 15 where Devil Dinosaur shows up with Moon Boy. It's a really great uh, double double issues with uh, Gabriel Del Atto oh boy. on art. Ooh. And the, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to read the new comic. I'm interested to see what, what it does and how they, like how they handle Colin Bunn did the the uh, Avenging issues and it was really cool how Moon Boy against this backdrop of Moon Boy speaks like primitive lizard. Devil Dinosaur doesn't speak at all, and he's trying to com- communicate with Spider Man who speaks English, and it's like there's nothing. <laughs> like Spider Man's like drawing, drawing on the ground. He's like, let me explain my situation to you, and uh, like he's he's sketching out all these sketches on the dirt, and Moon and Moon Boy's like I. You draw, I can't understand these drawings. You don't draw very well. And he's like glancing over at Devil Dinosaur. He's like, I don't know what he's drawing. And What do you think of um, that new Spider-Man series? Doesn't that start soon with his like green logo? Are either of you up to date on, on Spider-Man stuff? Isn't that logo wild? I don't, that looks I don't like, like a flash in the pan. I don't like We're it. Going to be going back soon. Yeah. Because isn't there, the Miles Morales is the like official Spider-Man and Peter, I guess semi-retires and, but it's still Spider-Man stuff. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not feeling that green yeah. though. Hopefully that doesn't last long. Yeah. That kid, you know, where there's, there's, I mean, no it's green, it last, right? It doesn't even fit with the costume at all. Yeah. It looks, it looks out of place for we'll sure. see. You know, I'm ex- I mean, I'm it's, definitely going to be checking Googled it out, but I don't Jonesy like just it. Googled it. Just Googled it. Doesn't like it. You heard it here first. Live mm. Google results. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a secret that, that was <laughs> Secret Wars should have been like wrapped by next month, maybe. But it's going to be way late. I know. Is and so I just saw somebody tweeted about that today, and one of you know our inner circle people. But it's like karate. Job. New issues are starting next week. New number ones and Secret Wars isn't over till like December. <laughs> Like, that's how mismanaged... That makes zero sense. Well, I I think Asad Ribic, I can't remember what they did, but he's not doing something he usually does to save time, but I guess it didn't even 
matter. He's not doing his own colors or he's not doing his own inks. I can't recall which. But, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles in this business sometimes, Jonesy. And, uh, I just want to reiterate my Spider-Man reaction. Pugh. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to you. To you. That was Jonesy on vocals and me on the piano. Letters. I'll never forget that day. At paperkeg.com. You shoot us a letter, we might read it on the air. We got uh, one letter this week, a little quick one, but I wanted to shout it out because he's on Twitter and, uh, you know, got to plug, got to plug a Twitter user because we love Twitter at top five bananas on Twitter writes in, Hey guys, when are you going to make more of those beautiful paper keg t-shirts and stop (laughs) VP of merch? That's right. There's probably been a few decks created, Dale making presentations to the Paper Keg board of directors mm. about shirts. Jonesy, yeah. everyone knows I'm Jonesy's just, not on just the board. The, I'm not directors. on the board. I'm not on the board. I think actually myself and Dale and Adnaminity are on the board. And that's it. <laughs> well, you're the original three hosts. So, so we can't perpetuate these rumors. Rightfully so. Somehow uh, someone's going to start listening and then believe that tripe. And then it's going to be messy. <laughs> it's going to be messy. <laughs> um, we will be, we're going to be working on some shirts. I mean, we don't have anything concrete. Put it out there in the open just like that. But it's not something that's out of the question. It's just something it's, you know, time. T- it's time-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, come the next two weeks, I'm going to be coming out of one of the busiest fiscal quarters of my, uh, my personal life. I've been, I've been going every weekend nonstop. I miss my kids, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but it's been, uh, you know, like wedding, wedding stuff for a friend and, you know, I would have told my buddies about it, but it seemed like I was fishing and, <laughs> you know, Baltimore and stuff. So when we come out of that, we'll be able to uh, concentrate more on, you know, uh, Patreon, Biz uh, Dev, right. fringe benefits, things like this, t-shirts, obviously, is Much a priority. Business. Let's just say Q1 2016 to play it safe. You know, we all have a busy October, November, December coming up, right? We're all good we busy. Q1. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming I'm coming out of being busy. Slim's going to be, you know, champagne and caviar at New York. He's taking a vacation afterwards. Jonesy's probably taking some weird vacation in the middle of some week right before. No, he's going to be working, actually, come probably next week. He's probably... Mandatory no take, days off. I'm probably going to take my newborn to work with me just because <laughs> oh, I can't get any, get any days, any days off. You're off like every other week. Stop it. You got these yeah. mystery vacations that you're on, these staycations. We all see it. We hear about it. I, I don't know what you speak of. <laughs> you picked a bad time to have your newborn baby yet, baby to be born. Yeah. yeah. Jonesy, your, your wife is going to hate you. Yeah, way, to go, way to go, Jonesy. You idiot. God. You need to <laughs> off this guy. <laughs> that reminds me. Remember the last episode recorded? Josie was all flipping out. So, <laughs> no. <Yes. laughs> 
drive over a cliff and drown or something like that. He's <laughs> oh yeah, we're I making fun of Josie's awful knee. Uh, I just yeah. said you should walk into the water and shoot me in the back of my head, put me out of my misery, and I hope this guy drowns. What's so wrong with that? Uh, that was a great moment. I don't even know if that show's posted yet. Who even knows? I don't even know what the status is. <laughs> can't keep traffic anywhere. We have the roundtable episode to post, which I think we'll have posted when this posts. So, you know, we can talk about the possible feedback we got from the friends of the show on that episode. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun doing it, you know? It was, great. it was great fun. I do want to give a brief update on the calendar situation. Jonesy accepted two calendar invites recently. Mm-hmm. I think it was tonight. So mm-hmm. I do want to give some props to Jonesy for firing up that old Cal app. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I mm-hmm. did it out of love and for no other reason. It wasn't fear of troll it reprisal. Might, uh, well, it was a little fear, let's be honest. <laughs> but it's not like you need anything to troll me about to troll me. It's not like no. you need subject matter. No. Next week, we are taking this show to where it's never gone before. And we're not doing big two next week. Mm-mm. We're going to the streets. Terror Assaulter. You're like, what? Expand your mind. Yeah? Get on the Looks Googles. It's like that Vogue song. How's it go? Yeah, free your mind. Free your mind and the rest will follow. <laughs> You're Don't fake. be so shallow. <sighs> we'll see everybody next week. Said a man from Costa Rica. Those aren't the lyrics. You know what? Maybe I was singing the obscure live version where he sings to a man from Costa Rica. You know, uh, Dale, people are asking me. They come up to me, they shoot me emails. What's this? You know what people ask me, son? He's falling <laughs> off screen. Uh, you, you hear about this Apple Maps? You were the one who was telling me that you were using Apple Maps at Baltimore, how Yelp was integrated. I started using it this past weekend. Uh, I'll tell you what. It makes me want to use Yelp. What? I just I just think it's cool that it's integrated. It'd be cool if... Uh, you know, like Foursquare were oh, integrated yeah. into a into a map app. I used Foursquare up in Hershey, PA this past weekend. It's it's just it's such such a well rounded yeah application. It is. But anyway, back to Apple Maps real quick. I normally don't use it drive for driving distances, 
but for at the integration for the Apple Watch and uh, like walking around neighborhoods or like in Hershey, I used it from, you know, f- quick point A to point B distances. I still don't have put have complete faith in it, but but it's it's nice. I really wish and I t- uh, my ultimate goal and I would use probably Apple Maps more if you know like the iOS Spotlight had were it more like Google Now if I could just type in uh you know Hershey Park Hershey PA in Spotlight and it bring up like directions as an option mm. rather than oh, bring man. up like search yep. maps yeah. i don't want to do People that just search maps time. for me yeah that's amazing. and and apple Ma- like once you get you know hampton in hershey pa once you put that into apple maps there's like seven taps for you to route directions it's like it's it's crazy mm-hmm. i used it uh when i went into philadelphia with james i used the transit for the first time since they added that back in. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was pretty good. And then I started to realize, like, we were hungry, so we were in Love Park, so I, like, swiped to the left, and then they they added those, mm-hmm. like, four icons for, like, mm-hmm. food, restaurants, or whatever. So I used that, and then I saw, like, the Yelp integration that you were talking about. It's pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I do wish that they had Foursquare, too, though, whereas, like, an you option. Imagine. Yeah. Because I did, I don't know how I got it to work, but I when I was in Hershey, I type, I started typing the name of the restaurant, and a Foursquare result did pop up in Spotlight. Whoa. Which was pretty cool. I, it only happened to me once. I don't know what I had to do to make it happen. I think some of the apps can add that in, like um, Spotlight search results. Like our app can be featured in there. I think they had to like hook into the, the phone for mm-hmm. that. That's pretty amazing. Chicken time. Let me see what happens when I add in chicken time here. Yeah, I just typed in a restaurant nearby, chicken time. And the first... Actually, Dale, this is pretty much what you said. The first result is chicken time with the little food icon. And there's an arrow to key off maps right away. So I'm going to type in Dino's. This is, this is live. Live. Oh, wow. Dino. Matt, I just got the same result while typing in chicken time. There you go. Well, we live five minutes mm. away from each other. Yeah. Let's meet at chicken it's time amazing. after this recording. We can. <laughs> who cares? I mean, who cares? <laughs> Dale, what do you got? What do you got piping over there? Dino's working? See, so if I type in, I typed in because maybe Dino's is too generalized, I type in Hopewell sub. And pizza, Hopewell Sub and Pizza mm-hmm. is a local in. place. Hope, well, and I don't have, I don't get that pop up. I just got it. So it's like, I literally just got Hopewell Sub and Pizza. I'm putting it up to the camera right now. See what's happening? Why? Um, as far as I'm aware, the the integration should be default for these apps. See now, this time I got it. But okay, so click on, tap on the arrow, and then in maps, there you go. Apple Maps just comes up. Do I want to drive, walk, transit? Yep, there you go, bud. Mm. Hour, hour 20, 41 minutes. Hour 27 for me. Oof. 
Come on down. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed our deep analysis of Spotlight integration on iOS nine. I like yeah, but I like sh- I like sharing that stuff. You know yeah. But did you get see? But 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 Foursquare didn't pop up right. No, for you? it didn't. But if I typed in Hampton in <clears throat> Hampton in New York Comic Con. Mm. <laughs> I like a nightlife. You know, it could be us three. Charles Forsman, the photo oh, app. You know, living the life. We'd spoil. We'd be on the tops off it. You know what it I mean? Would be. I mean, let's see what the Facebook app says about people that are coming here. Oh, there's some. See, I've t- I type in. See, it's it's selective because I think it maybe indexes your previous visits or something. Because mm-hmm. I st- I started typing in Hershey Park and a Foursquare entry. And spotlight popped up, mm. but Hopewell Sub Pizza didn't. I mean, they're they're in Foursquare, I believe. According to Facebook, 127 people going to this party. Jesus, I mean, who knows that what the actual like percentage much. of that is? It could be it could be five people showing up to Tiernanog Times Square for that other podcast I do. Right for uh, open bar and open uh, bar, all you can drink. <clears throat> Apps. Oh, good gracious. I, mean, I don't know if that's literally all you can drink. And uh, live. Live trivia. Podcast. We're hosting live trivia that night, Karen and I. My gosh. Giveaways. Oh. <laughs> but those dreams move on if you wait too long. Could have been me. I haven't heard that in a while. I was waiting for that to be Dale's go-to. Could have been me hanging there with you. <laughs> Could have been me. My dreams come to true. But dreams are way too long. If you wait too long.